Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Right, welcome to a new episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. Uh, but today on the show, it's actually going to be a very special, different kind of episode. Something that only comes up every once in a while, and that is a new album. I am, of course, a music composer first, podcaster second, although it doesn't really seem that way nowadays. Uh, Podcasting has kind of taken over my life with all the podcasts I'm a part of, but I am very excited to be back with a new album that comes out in two days, October 4th. It is called David Rosen. It is self-titled. And what you are about to hear today is instead of a regular Piecing It Together episode, you are going to get a special sneak preview of the new album that is also a commentary track with me talking over the album, telling some stories about the creation of it and about what the album means to me. So I do hope you enjoy the music. Uh, Of course, you can check out bydavidrosen.com where you can find all of my albums and my music videos and find out how to get this album and all that stuff. And also check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash bydavidrosen, which has a bunch of bonus and advanced content for both my music career and my podcasting stuff, including Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, All Rice, No Beans, and whatever else we come up with. So uh, definitely check out the Patreon. We've got commentaries like the one you're about to hear for my first four albums available on there right now and uh yeah so i do hope you enjoy this we'll be back to regular episodes next week covering more movies but for now if you'll indulge me let's check out my brand new album my sixth album the self-titled david rosen All right, so welcome to the commentary track for my brand new album, David Rosen. This is my sixth album. I'm very excited to share it with everybody. And this, I really feel, is like a major growth point for me as a composer, uh, as an artist. And it just, it kind of is the ultimate version of me taking all of my influences, mixing them together and coming up with something that I feel really represents me and and what, what I am and what I do. So this is going to be really fun. One thing that I will say here before we get into the music is that I also recorded commentary tracks on my first four albums and they are available on my Patreon. Well, they will be on my Patreon. This whole thing is like a weird Christopher Nolan time mix-up kind of a thing because I, first of all, I recorded the first four a couple of weeks ago before the new album was done. Now I'm recording this one uh, and posting it first, so you won't have heard the other four. So I'm going to have to try to uh, you know, wrap my head around the ordering of all this and the fact that you haven't heard those other four <laughs> commentaries. But you know what? We'll get through it together, everybody. Let me just tell you quickly, even though I say it in the first one, Echoes in the Dark, my first album, let me just say it again for the first time. Uh, what I'm going to do here is basically talk over all the songs, tell some stories, some thoughts, some ideas, you know, where these songs kind of came from, the things that I love about them, 
and uh, along the way give a little bit of uh, info about the behind the scenes of making this music and uh, I always like to give the file name which is completely unnecessary for anyone listening but to me I just enjoy having it all uh, you know so I could listen back to it one day and be like oh yeah so that's what that track was called as I was working on it. I, I don't know. Maybe this is more for me than anybody else, but I enjoy talking about my music, so it is fun for me. Let's put it that way. Uh, but I'm going to tell stories and things about the music videos and all that kind of stuff. And th this is going to be a little different from the other commentary tracks because the main reason being you haven't heard this album yet. I haven't released this album yet. It's coming out October 4th in two days from when this hits the feed. So, uh, you know, I don't have, you know, years of being able to look back at how the reception to the album was, what the reactions were, any feedback, uh, making music videos and them, you know, making their way out to film festivals, winning awards, getting reviews, all that kind of stuff. This is in advance of the release of the album. I don't have as much distance between the completion of the album. I just finished it up a few days ago at the time of recording. So... This is going to be a little bit different. If you check out on Patreon the uh, commentaries for the first four albums, those ones have a lot of distance between them. Five years for the first album uh, and multiple years for the other ones as well. So it's, it's a little bit of a unique thing, this one, talking about an album that is just now being released. But... I'm sure I'll have plenty to say because I always do. So without any further ado, let's get into the music. This is the first time anyone is going to get to hear this whole new album, David Rosen, in completion. And if you do like it, uh, I'll remind you at the end, but the album is available for pre-order on iTunes, on my Bandcamp profile, and it will be available everywhere. Digital music is available as well as a limited edition CD, which is a great package with great artwork and something that I uh, encourage you to buy. So let's get into the music, starting with the first track. It is called Creation. While a lot of this album was created during this whole COVID-19 quarantine situation while I was locked up in my house, uh, this is one of the tracks I had already started on earlier, before that. This track actually started life back on January 23rd, 2019. The file name is 1231911. And at the time, I was calling it Griffin. I kind of imagine a big giant fire-breathing dragon bird thingy and uh, that's what I started almost kind of scoring this image in my mind as if it was a film and the track's definitely a lot more cinematic in nature than a lot of the music on a lot of my other albums started this back, uh, it was pretty soon after the release of A Different Kind of Dream, my fourth album. And I kind of knew immediately, whenever I do get around to a new album, this is going to be the opener, because it's just so epic. By the way, that bass line, doo-doo-doo-boom, that was a very last minute addition. The song was like, done. I was like... I was like, okay, the song's finished. This is one of the first tracks I totally finished. But then I was like, but wouldn't it be cool if there was like a little extra bass line that comes in? And man, it really tied things together. Oh, and this ending just is so, I don't know, I love it, man. 
I definitely considered making that ending go on for like another three minutes just so I could just vibe with it, you know? But you gotta, you gotta have a reason to rewind the track and listen again. So coming up next, we're going into a song called The Night Calls. This was 2020 05181. And let me just tell you, this is one of my favorite songs on this new album. One of those middle of the night kind of tracks where I just couldn't sleep. I mean, you know, the days and nights were kind of blurring together with the whole quarantine situation, and I just kind of went to the room and just started working. And I was trying to just go, just trying to do something different, something weird. And at first I thought it was just going to be a little too weird to like really kind of come together into a fleshed out song, but then just layer after layer, instrument after instrument, it really just built up. And especially once this guitar is in here. You'll find a lot of that kind of sounds in the upcoming tracks because I think that this is kind of a vibe I was going for with this album. A lot of electronic sounds on this album, but also definitely my most natural, organic sounding album as well. I tried to go in and just make all these tiny little adjustments and changes with this song because I didn't want it to go too big. And you'll see as we get to the, like the climax of the track, you know, it, it definitely grows, but I didn't want it to get too big because I wanted this just kind of chill kind of thing, but with still a lot of changes. So we got a little bit of a natural build here. That rising bass line change up is also a, uh, a last minute kind of change, kind of like the bass line change on the last track. I was like, I need one more little different thing to happen. We got these organs and theremins. I almost named this Night Fall, but I guess I'll just save that name for another song. I don't have a music video idea for this one, but man, would I love to see a music video for this. I just love that arpeggiated synth bass line thing. I also considered, uh, making the whole song pick back up again for like another measure. But I was like, no, I think it's perfect length at that point. But next track is called Deep Breaths. This was 2020-04024. Which, by the way, that last number in any of these file names, that, that means it was the fourth song I started on that day. There were some busy music composing days during this quarantine where I was just... Oh, just, just 
deep into the groove of making music and I was making like four or five tracks a day. And this one went through a lot of changes. It was just like, just a very simple beat at first with very little to it. And it really built up towards the ends with these voices and different layers. And the bass line actually switches like three times. We're doing a lot of uh, at-home yoga classes during this period, and I think I was kind of thinking of something that would play well during one of those classes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also think this track, Deep Breaths, follows a, uh, a kind of series almost that started with my song, Uh, Dreams Like These, and then continued with Under the Dust, which are two of my most popular songs. And I definitely designed this to kind of feel like a continuation of that feeling. Whether this song finds an audience the same way remains to be seen, but especially Dreams Like These, that track really took off after it was included on a Lifehacker's Spotify playlist. Yes, if you're wondering, that is me doing deep breaths in the background. I don't sing on any of my songs, but I'm breathing on this one. It almost feels 80s, kind of. It's a fun track. I I really love that song. haunting but upbeat and fun at the same time which I think that uh, describes my music pretty well (laughs) so this definitely is probably the earliest track on the album that I started because this is 12-3-18-2 so this is like right after A Different Kind of Dream came out and honestly it, it sat almost fully formed the whole time. I did make some significant changes in the weeks leading up to finishing the album, but the gist of the song was what it was. And this actually, uh, I have a fully formed music video idea for. It's another one of my virtual reality 360 videos. And I've been talking to Tyson Bulkham from New Line Videography about possibly doing it, bringing this thing to life, which would be really cool. The song title is The Garden. And I'm not gonna give away the concept of the video, but just think trippy 360 video and the title of the garden, and you kind of get an idea of what it's probably gonna be like. (laughs) This is another one of these uh, kind of more cinematic tracks, kind of like the opener creation. It also follows a long line of songs that I've made that are just one big, long, continuous build, which I love that song structure. Uh, Obviously, you don't want to do it all the time, but sometimes it's just really cool where you're you're never quite letting up on uh, the rhythm or, or the beat or any of that. You're just constantly just adding and adding and adding the whole time. It gets super big towards the end, which it always kind of makes me laugh. Like, I feel like I'm doing like a Yanni thing or something like that. David Rosen live at the Acropolis. (laughs) 
One more measure and then it really goes big. You guys ready? I do hope that video gets made because it's going to be awesome with this music going. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's not funny probably to anyone but me, but just how epic that is. Just, oh man, I love it. And speaking of music videos, the next song is called Multiply, and this is the first music video from this album, David Rosen. Hopefully you've checked out this video already. It's over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash musicbydavidrosen, or you can find it on my website, bydavidrosen.com. It was created by Tobias Steiner, and uh, you know what, we'll get into the video some more in a minute, but file name is 2024011 which means this was the first song I started on once I got back into making music so not that I had stopped I scored films I of course released the beater original motion picture soundtrack earlier this year but this was the beginning of I'm in quarantine I've been working on all these podcasts, a couple films, not working on new album music. And finally, it was April 1st in the morning, and I was like, all right, it's time to lock myself in the studio and make some new music. And I think I made five tracks this day. I think a few of them show up later on in the album, but the first one was this track, Multiply, and I was just kind of blowing my own mind because, like I said, I hadn't worked on any album-type music in a while at this point. And I think this is one of the most beautiful things I've made. So it was just, it was a really nice thing to get back into it and something like this just starts coming out. Like a week later, still in quarantine, of course, still just blazing through new music, just tons and tons of new tracks. I decided to contact Tobias Steiner because he made this video Butterfly for me back on the Head Like Fire album. And it's always been one of my favorite music videos I've ever put out. And so, you know, I asked him about hiring him to make a new video for me. I gave him free reign. This is the track I sent him. I figured this would be the perfect one for him. And just like he did with Butterfly, he gave me some ideas about how to maybe alter the arrangement a little bit. And I, I took his suggestions to heart and I think the track ended up perfect the way he had suggested to kind of take out some of the percussion in the opening to like let the opening breathe. And he was right. Because it makes this ending just all the more just, I don't know, just worth waiting for. And yeah, that video is just super cool. It's very abstract and, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you what I think it's about. And I've never even asked Tobias what it's about, but I have my, my ideas and I'd love to hear what you think it's about. So make sure to go check out that video and multiply. Oh, and it did play at the Cyber Shorts VR Film Festival, a film festival that happened in virtual reality during the quarantine. So that's awesome. So moving on to track six. This is Awake, Asleep, Repeat. And it's 2020-04-12-1. song so much guys mm -hmm. 
I considered multiple times changing my mind on the whole self-titled naming the album David Rosen. It was almost called Awake, Asleep, Repeat. I thought that would be a really good title for it. Making this the sort of title track. This is one of those songs where the first version of it was, you know, it was what it was. And then it was like, I know I need to do more with it. But please, 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 David, do not screw it up because it could go so bad if you just make it too busy or too just overproduced. And it took a lot of work to get it to where it is right now. There are so many just failed ideas and failed versions that I exported to listen to in the car and where I just, I, I blew it, you know? But I kept coming back and going forward and coming back and going forward until I think I, I think I kind of nailed it. This is definitely the most upbeat track on the album. It reminds me a lot of uh, Head on Fire from the Head Like Fire album. Which is funny, I didn't plan that as far as title tracks are concerned. I do have a music video idea for this one. It's not fully fleshed out yet. It definitely ties into that title, Awake, Asleep, Repeat, and deals with a very kind of trippy, loop-based nature of that title. But we'll see if I can get that fleshed out, maybe find someone to collaborate with on it. Let me tell you, getting all these ARPs to play together, all those ARP synths and bassline stuff going on, it was tough. And this final funky bass line that comes in. A lot of moving parts in this track. I do hope you're bobbing your head to this. Or just full out dancing. song guys love it all right let's move on to track seven this one is called beacon this was 202431 kind of strangely simple song but there's so many like little things going on in it little change-ups to the drum patterns little change-ups to the bass line little percussive things that come and go a lot going on in uh, stereo space as well a lot of uh, automation to that And I don't have a like a music video per se in mind, but the reason I named it Beacon is I completely picture like a buoy in the water just kind of bobbing with waves coming in. And it's like impossible to get that vision out of my mind when I hear this song. And so, I don't know, maybe there's something to explore there with some kind of video in the future. I actually had to stop myself from putting like thunder sound effects in this. I thought they'd fit so well, but I don't want to be that guy who puts thunder sound effects in his song. 
especially right here, a big lightning crash. <laughs> that would be such a bad idea, but I could so hear it. Oh, I love this drum stuff I'm doing here. stuttering thing that like kind of like swells back into the beat that's like I don't know that really kind of tied the that breakdown together with all those drum smashes it is cool I love that thing I'm not sure what that even is and it's weird I soloed that out because I was going to mess with it, and it doesn't even sound like that on its own. It only sounds like that when combined with the rest of the music that's happening. That's like really weird. That's one of those happy accidents. All right, so next up, track eight is Like Never Before. This was 2024-12-2. By the way, I drove myself kind of nuts uh, in the lead up to like the final week of just 100% finishing this album. I almost swapped the titles with Awake, Asleep, Repeat and this song. I almost made this Awake, Asleep, Repeat and that like never before. And I still, for a variety of reasons, think each other's titles could work on each other. Obviously, when you're dealing with instrumental music, it's it's hard to say what title works for a song that's instrumental. But I, I have in my head like these reasons why this title works for this song or for that song and vice versa. Anyway. <laughs> this track, it reminds me in a lot of ways of Constellations, which is one of my most successful songs because of the 360 music video that I made with Tyson Bulkham of New Line Videography. But I feel like this song comes from a similar headspace, just like a, a strong, repetitive beat. And just all these kind of ambient sounds building around it. some like subtle buildup happening as we approach the uh, breakdown. <laughs> drum fill. I don't know how real drummers do that stuff. I'm sitting there plinking away on a keyboard and also tapping stuff in with a mouse and I, I don't know how I, I have so much respect for drummers. coming back in we're gonna slowly build up with one more measure and then this thing just explodes I'm so I'm so into the end of this song one more repeat and then we're in it I think this is this ending, the last like next 40 seconds or so, are some of the best stuff I've composed. This is one of the 
those songs where I have to ask myself, what genre am I? I don't even know how to describe this. It exists somewhere between industrial, ambient, new age, alternative. It is just such a hard thing to identify. gonna play with some like weird effects taking us out here but I decided to just very simply let it end now that I think about it I've always wanted to have a song that fades out like with constant repetition like they used to do in the 80s this would have been a good one for that oh well all right so now we're on to together again this is 2020-04-21. This is one of the most guitar-based tracks I've ever done. There's a lot going on. Guitars, also with organs and the bass line. Feels almost like a band's playing this. getting a little bit of uh, Fleetwood Mac influence on the uh, the guitar and the organ. Gina was playing a lot of Fleetwood Mac at the time while we were sitting in the backyard. And that bass line is something I did a similar one on the track Angel on Head Like Fire uh, to a lesser degree Hero on A Different Kind of Dream that all three of these are kind of going for something kind of like Depeche Mode's more like rootsy sounding tracks which is definitely an influence on of course a lot of my music. This was a really cool, a cool idea that I had that I'm not quite sure where it came from, but you'll see the drums completely change up the tempo here as we come out of the uh, breakdown. And I don't know, I just think that that is so cool. Oh, and there's this little bass line thing that comes up, coming up right here. <laughs> that rocks. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you do check out the other uh, commentary tracks over on Patreon, you'll you'll hear that I really. I like my music quite a bit, and <laughs> I uh, I do refer to a lot of the stuff I do as that's awesome or that rocks, and you know what am I gonna do? It's good to like your own stuff, right? upbeat yet kind of like haunting and melancholy which I love that I love kind of mixing those two moods together you know
right, so moving on to the next track. It is called With Purpose. And this was 2020 04 23 1. And let me tell you, this track was the biggest pain in the ass on this album. Every album has one or two, and this is the one I think I got up to 12 different revisions trying to get this right. And I think I got it. I am perfectly happy with where it ended up. But, uh, man, did I have to just keep going back in and making changes to make it all kind of come together and all work. The whole ending is different from what it was just a week before finishing the album. But yeah, this I, I feel like it's like a real, like, almost like a march track. thing I just think is such a cool melody I like that a lot we got all these different like alternating chugging guitar things probably the heaviest track on the album especially where it comes all together at the ends but this actually does bring up an interesting thing about this album is that I think it's probably my least dark album dark is always a word I use when describing my music and a lot of what I do and while it certainly has that melancholy vibe and and there's definitely darkness on this thing. I think it's also, in, in a strange way, my most upbeat album. It's more about being epic and musical than it is being shrouded in darkness. But don't worry, my next album is probably gonna be like incredibly dark. <laughs> and there's more dark tracks coming up. Man, just thinking back to all the changes. There used to be so much string stuff happening here. But instead I went into even harder guitars and completely changed the string stuff. Yes. And this ending, I don't know where it came from right here once stuff drops out, but it's awesome. It's almost like a tool ending. <laughs> so now we bring it down a little bit with Hummingbird, which is 2020-521. This is one of those songs that came out perfect on the first try, which does not happen very often. But I made this piece of music, hit save, hit export, did not make any changes from that point forward. It just was what it was. I should also mention this is a track that we decided to smoke a little weed, which I don't do too often, but when I do sometimes just hits kind of wrong and I get way too stoned and I hate it and I just want it to go away. And sometimes when I'm like that, which again is not very often, um, I, to pass the time, will walk into the studio room and start working on music, and this is definitely a product of that. And I still picture hummingbirds just kind of doing that weird floaty thing that they do when I hear this, which is why I named the track Hummingbird. another one of those tracks where it's like what genre is this I do not know 
It's kind of ambient, but it's got that like, trip hop beat, I guess. I add in these extra little percussive notes in here at the end, but I could have gone bigger, but I just thought it just made sense to keep it just as ambient as it's been through the whole song. It just didn't need anything more. I thought a cartoon video would be cool for this one. Obviously with a hummingbird going on some kind of journey. I'm not quite sure yet. I think this ending, it's kind of like a fake out. It really feels like it's gonna continue on. It's a pretty cool way to end the song. So now we're moving on to track 12. This is called Wonder. It's 22522. And aside from the night calls, this is probably my other favorite song on the album. This is a hundred percent the cure influence as it builds up. This is one of those songs that just surprised me as it continued to build up. Like, I just don't know where the ideas come from, but they come from somewhere and they mesh together into something that is music I want to hear, which is such a, a strange thing to be able to create. And this song reminds me so much of like a more electronic version of like The Cure's song Disintegration, the title track from the best album ever made. <laughs> But then with so many of its own flourishes and something that's just totally different at the same time. many little electronic things come in and out you just kind of like waft throughout the track and of course those strings which I just think are so beautiful just gonna close so big and so just full once this comes in. If you could see me right now, I am vibing. <laughs> I 
to know what David Rosen music sounds like, this is what David Rosen music sounds like. So let's continue on with Pocket Watch. This is 2020-05-28. This is another song actually like Hummingbird that kind of came out perfect on the first try. I think I might have made some slight adjustments in one revision. This was actually a track that started at like three in the morning on a really sleepless night and it's strangely upbeat for that kind of track you'd expect that to be more ambient or dark or you know something like that but I just could not sleep this night which is rare for me and so I went downstairs and started tinkering away and made the song I don't know what made me think that stuttering all of these vocal samples and other instruments would be the right thing, but I just think it just really ties it together in such a pretty way. And I love the shifting bass lines too. I think this is Gina's favorite track on the album. Reminds me a little bit of uh, some pure moods type stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I love this thing. It's just such a cool track. Good to bring in some of my hip-hop influence on this because obviously I've done so much work in the world of hip-hop so it's good to get a good strong beat like that in here. Great finish, too. <laughs> All right, so now we're going on to Feels Like New. Only three more tracks left. This was 2020 04091. And this is probably the most chill track on the album, but I still really wanted to include it. It doesn't, what you're hearing right now, it never really quite grows too much from this it's a very strange kind of track but i just i really wanted to include it on the album i thought it fits so well it almost has a little bit of like a hypnotic vibe to it Looking at these last few tracks, I'm realizing a lot of the stuff from those first couple days of recording did not make it onto this album, but will be on, I'm planning two more albums over the next couple of years, um, full length albums. I, I worked on so much music during this quarantine and 
it's not just like B-sides or anything like that. I mean, it's full-fledged, some of the best music I've made in years. And so, yeah, I'm going to be able to release more albums in the coming years as I continue finishing these tracks up. baseline and a little hi-hats here and there and like I said it's just such a subtle build I just think it's it's so chill but it it's a nice little relaxation track almost in a way and all points west especially before these last two songs that finish off the album toyed with building this up more here and like adding a layer each time it repeats and it just it just didn't make sense it was like no just lock into this vibe and stick to it Sometimes that restraint is really what you need to grow as an artist, you know? Two more songs left, and the next one is called September. This is 2020-481. This is one that I actually almost scrapped. It just wasn't coming together the way... I, I knew there was something there, but as I continued trying to like finish the track and build it up in the way it needed to be built up it just it was getting worse and worse as i continued to try to do things to it and i was like maybe i should just scrap it and not go back to it but then it just it started to click i wish i could say exactly what it is that i did that was the thing that made it click but it's just a matter of sticking to it and trying different things until it was right I think I even posted on Facebook uh, about how unexpected it is that one of the worst new things you're working on turns into one of the best new things you're working on or something like that. And that's how I felt when this one really started to come together. This kind of breakdown is something you've heard a few times on this album, and I think this is the best of it. And I'm not sure where the title September came from. I just... I was listening to it, and I said September. That's really what it comes down to. I don't know if it's like an autumn thing or something. Is September autumn? I'm not sure. this track could have been on a different kind of dream it fits in really well with a lot of those songs <laughs> I like that
getting those guitars mixed in was actually kind of a bitch, but I think I finally got it. All right, we're moving on to the last song on this album. I hope you've enjoyed it. This is called The Very Last Thing. It is 12-1-18-2, which of course means this is also a really early song from really right after I finished A Different Kind of Dream, probably. But it sat completely unfinished. It was just basically a loop for the longest time. And I didn't know if I'd ever go back to it and finish it, but man, am I glad I gave it a shot. I feel like this song would have fit really well on the Beater soundtrack. It, to me, I feel like I was in the same headspace and doing a lot of the similar things as I was doing to some of the tracks on that, like Ferris Wheel, and some of those songs. And here, once the guitar comes in. I love finishing these albums with just big, dark, melancholy type tracks. And this was actually a tough one to finish, kind of like with Purpose. This was the other track that I was still toiling away with. Actually, Awake, Asleep, Repeat also. Those are the three that took the most revisions to get right, to like, to really make it all come together. I bet Chris Johnson would make a good video for this. That's the director of Beater. Something heartbreaking, as always. <laughs> My mom already told me this reminds her of Metallica, which, thanks, mom. <laughs> We'll get her review soon up on the on the website bydavidrosen.com. This was so hard not to overdo. At first I was so overdoing it with so many new things. There was all these singing voices and chants and strings and it was just too much. But I think we stuck the landing, guys. course end with some distortion which I've done on I think all of my albums at this point if I didn't I messed up <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed David Rosen my new album my sixth album uh, it's coming out on Sunday October 4th which is my 40th birthday it will be available on a limited edition CD, which you can find information on how to order on my website by davidrosen.com. And it's also available on all of the digital music services like iTunes, where you can buy it as a download, or Apple Music and Spotify, where you can stream it and put it in your playlist. So, you know, as always, I appreciate all the support. And I really appreciate all the people who've been out there listening to my music for all these years. So... Uh, don't forget over on my Patreon account, patreon.com slash by David Rosen, where I put up bonus content from all the podcasts that I produce, as well as stuff from all this music career stuff. Uh, I have commentaries for the other 
four albums. I'm not sure if I'm going to do one for Beater yet, because that's kind of its own thing, being a compilation of music from soundtracks. I don't really want to go in there commenting on the films themselves from Chris, so I, I might leave that one out. Although you will find a special bonus album of some songs that were cut from the Beater uh, original motion picture soundtrack. So check that out on the Patreon as well. But we appreciate all the support over on Patreon, me as well as the people I'm working with on all these podcasts. So, you know, hey, maybe maybe subscribe. You get all this great stuff and uh, help support a bunch of a bunch of cool projects. So, yeah, David Rosen, October 4th, uh, my new album. I'm so excited to share it with you all. Make sure you check out the Multiply music video over on my website or on my YouTube channel as well. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I will be back with another album probably next year because, like I said, I worked on so much new music during this quarantine. And again, it's not just going to be like a B-Sides collection, like like those ones I used to put out after, uh, after official albums. I would release a B-Sides and Remixes collection. This isn't going to be that. It's going to be another full-length, full-feature album. Uh, of some of the best stuff I've been working on lately. So keep an eye out for that. Check out my website, bydavidrosen.com. Get signed up for the mailing list. You'll find out about all the upcoming new music videos and everything else we got planned. And one more time, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to getting some feedback on this album. Get in touch with me any way you want on social media at bydavidrosen or on uh, on the website you can contact me right through there so thanks again and uh thanks for joining me on this journey an all points west production produced by david rosen in las vegas <laughs>